There's a lot to say when buying a new home or car, but only one thing to say that can help you protect them. Like a good neighbor, State Farm is there. And just like that, a State Farm agent will be there to help you choose the coverage you need, no matter where you are in life. When you need coverage options, your State Farm agent is there to help, on the phone or in person. Like a good neighbor, State Farm is there. Most weight loss plans are one size fits all, not taking into account each person's individual needs. Noom is built for your psychology and your biology, meeting you where you are. Noom Weight uses psychology. That's why they say losing weight starts with your brain. But it also takes into account your unique biological factors, which also affect weight loss success. The program helps you understand the science behind your eating choices and why you have cravings. Stay focused on what's important to you with Noom's psychology and biology-based approach. Sign up for your trial today at Noom.com. That's N-O-O-M.com. Plus, check out Noom's first-ever cookbook, The Noom Kitchen, for 100 healthy and delicious recipes to promote better living. Available for pre-order wherever books are sold. Welcome to the Nerdist Podcast. Hey guys, there's a daily Nerdist newsletter. There is, and it's digital. No one has to bring anything to your house, and you don't have to deal with paper or throw anything away and or recycle it. Uh, it comes right to your email inbox. It's a Nerdist newsletter. Go to Nerdist.com. There's a banner right there. You get daily nerd news in your inbox. You don't really even have to do anything, right? That's the best way to get stuff. Uh, so yeah, please join us on there. There's uh, tons of stuff, not just in the ner- on the Nerdist site, but also just kind of kind of cultural news in general, and then calendars and all sorts of fun stuff. So Nerdist News now available at Nerdist News on Twitter. I would like to thank our returning sponsor to the Nerdist Podcast, Squarespace. Squarespace.com, the fast and easy way to create a high-quality website or blog. If you've been thinking about starting one, now is the time. This website thing is catching on, people. Squarespace has easy-to-use UI for creating and managing a website or blog. Whether you're a beginner or you're, you know, advanced CSS, it doesn't matter. Uh, they have any kind of skill level, they'll, they'll totally set you up. Hundreds of design templates to choose from. You can customize any of them to fit your needs. There's like 13 new template redesigns. There's 85 new style options, two brand new templates. You can use it on your iPhone, iPad, Android. There's apps for all those. You can update your blog on the go if you want to. And they have amazing customer service. There's online resources and special support team will give you help 24-7. Squarespace now offers free live classes uh, to help all levels of experience to get more comfortable with Squarespace. So check out class schedules at workshops.squarespace.com. I mean, it's just, it's an all-inclusive service for you to finally launch that website or blog that you've been meaning to launch. So... Right now, uh, I want you to go to squarespace.com. If you're thinking about doing this, sign up for a free account. There's no credit card needed. Just try it out. Start building your website. Then if you decide to purchase, use the offer code NERDIST and you get 15% off for six months. That is squarespace.com. Use the offer code NERDIST. All right, now this episode, um, this is Ellie Kemper, who was awesome in Bridesmaids. She plays Aaron on The Office, and she's an incredibly funny uh, improv sketch actress that uh, we were so, so excited to finally get on and just... You're going to fall in love with this girl when you listen to her on the Nerdist Podcast. Uh, just awesome and so funny and so quick um, that uh, we, we were honored to, to have her on and, and just sort of bask in her comedy goodness. So And also, <laughs> we ended up having to record this episode in one of the dressing rooms at G4 because our, our, studio, got <laughs> our studio got hijacked by another show. So uh, the, the first thing we could find. So we were all basically just crammed in this tiny, I think it's the dressing room Joan Rivers usually uses 
for uh, Fashion Police. So we're all just crammed into this tiny dressing room on this sofa around this little portable microphone, and it ended up being amazingly fun. I was a little embarrassed to be like, uh, get in the dressing room, Ellie Kemper. And she was uh, super cool about it. So uh, thank you, Ellie Kemper, for being super awesome. And I think uh, we'll post pictures of the... We all took pictures in the bathroom together. Because why wouldn't you? If you have Ellie Kemper and a bathroom right there, it's fun to take a picture with her in it. That's what we learned uh, at the end of the day. So here it is, Nerdist Podcast, with the lovely and hilarious Ellie Kemper. Now entering Nerdist.com. go see yeah. whatever, but that it's not like, I don't know, you enjoy yeah, it. Yeah, yeah, I don't think it was in the top four or five this Which, which second weekend, the Greg. Oh, really? So it was... I think because yeah. everyone was like, that was much wolf fighting as you think. I and he may, yeah. Yeah. Do you haven't seen Schindler's List? No, it sounds fine. Did you see his scene from Life's Too Short? No. Oh, it was online, the, the new Ricky Joyce Stephen Merchant yeah. show. Yeah. It's just like he comes in to talk to them, and the, the scene is like he comes in, he's like, I want to start doing comedy. And uh, they're like, oh, okay, he's all, uh, he's all, I really think I've done enough drama, and I want to do comedy now. And they're like, oh, okay, that's, uh, what, what, what kind of comedy? He's like, oh, hold on, I made a list. <laughs> and, uh, and they're like, oh, he's all, yes, I, I make lists all the time. That's actually why I got the role. Uh, as Oscar Schindler and Schindler's List and they laughed he's like whoa why are you laughing <laughs> and then so he starts he's like I want to do improv comedy I want to do a mo- funny monologues I want to do dirty comedy I mean, oh just my gosh going, that's uh, really funny it's so fucking funny because oh. they're like and like they're like oh I don't know if you really that's your thing and like right. yeah, he's like why not it's just really intimidating <laughs> It's good. It's a good. I can't wait for that show to start. I can't wait. So wait, you saw it? it it's like they just preview? released it online. Okay. I saw. What's this show that he has on now with Stephen, with the guy that they send out on all? Oh yeah, oh, right. Yeah, um, uh, so life abroad. Idiot abroad. Life abroad. Idiot abroad. I, uh, I, totally I watched one last night. It, but it's hysterical. Yeah. It's great because oh, the guy. Okay. What is the his producers name? on it are great. Like the guys yeah. that are shooting What's it. What's his name? Carl Pilkington. Carl Pilkington. Right. So wait, so again, the thing, I mean, he, he is a real life friend or something, or, or he, he was worked like a on... co-worker. He worked in radio with them okay. when they were before the office yeah. when they were just working on radio. Yeah. He was their producer. Yeah. Um, he actually ran the XFM, which is a big London station. He was there. So the guy is actually, yeah. he's smart. He's smart, but he's just kind of like set in his, he's he's set in his ways and he's yes. just kind of like, it's yeah. like, this is dumb. That's... Why would I want to do that? Yeah. yeah. Right. Yes. But then when you, he, then when it the situations themselves, the fact that he's he's not that dumb. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Right, no, meaning the way he's he He's almost too smart for his own good. Yes, but you don't totally buy that. He's like, I don't yeah. know, I don't get but, Yeah, exactly, exactly. No, that's, no, that's the no, difference. He's always, funny. Funny. He always gets it. Dumb, he always understands. Right. Yeah. But, he always knows what he knows. Oh, no, no, here. I don't even know. Uh, it's um, time after time. phones on a disruption? Are what, on? I don't know. I've rarely heard any feedback okay. from the phone. I'll go Chris, that, that won't do it unless you're finding your phone. It's a little bit smidgerly. Okay. Uh, okay. Oh, yes. Yeah. Uh, okay. Yes. Headphone just fucking popped up two shows in one day. 
It's part of why we can't get just to be pretty powerful today. In the bed, it yeah. is a small thing. <laughs> you just take a shower. It's not yeah. nearly as echoey as other rooms we've been in. You're not really sitting in the bathroom, are you? No, sit on the toilet. What is she? I'm Kara, by the way. Hi, nice to meet you. Oh, I thought you guys knew each other. No. I, I, I don't know. I just, Here. For some reason, I thought you did. How do we all sound, Matthew? Uh, surprisingly good. Really? Yeah, the room's tiny, which sure. helps quite We're a in this weird, oh, tiny dressing room because the re- recording studio was double Actually, booked. Actually, you could close that door, it Absolutely. might even sound better. Oh, great. Yeah, right? Because the... This is great in here. I mean, you know, great is a nice... <laughs> Word. I'm not gonna lie to you. It sounds pretty good. Really? Yeah. Really? I actually I know yeah. nothing about it, um, sound, but it seems really enclosed. Yeah. So it, seems it is like we're all in a tiny radio. Yeah. We're, we're in a tiny dressing room yeah. that usually it's is used for G4 in the entire building until 1:30. Yeah, because feedback was recording yeah. in. I don't know. They don't usually record today, but then today they just were like, "We're gonna take the studio," and yeah. they did. Um, Which we can't really fault them for because we kind of just slide in there all the time. Yeah, we do. Yeah. I mean, it doesn't matter that we have yeah. a bigger audience than they do, but it's no, fine. It uh, <laughs> what? Little Harvard right. came out there. <laughs> what are you talking about? What are you talking about? <laughs> Listen, it's fine. Dixie. Numbers don't lie. It's fine. Numbers don't lie. <laughs> He's just looking at it mathematically, not <laughs> insultingly. I'm not saying the show's not good. I'm just saying, sure. you know, like, sure. were we to have a math? Were we contest. to have like an arm wrestling contest? Oh, I'm in. Like an over the top kind of thing. I would strong. spin my cap oh, around, yeah. and we'd, everyone we'd knows win. what's going to happen after that. Yeah. Lord knows I cannot win a real arm wrestling contest. So. <laughs> That's true. Um, Ellie yes. Kemper, I'm so sorry that this has happened to you. That you, absolutely not. You're okay in here. I, more than okay. This comfy. It's almost a love seat. I think Joan Rivers uses this. Uh, I'm serious. When they do fashion police, I no, think. I think she's in the champagne room. <laughs> the, I'm not kidding. The champagne room doesn't have a bathroom in it, though. Oh, maybe. Wait, where is there a champagne room? And it's is not really, well, it's just called the champagne room. Oh, 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 oh. But it's the jankiest of dressing rooms. Like, there's no bathroom in it, and how can there's. I not take a picture of this. Wait, hey, how do I get you to? I could. No, you're in there. There you go. Oh, there you go. Stand up, yeah. That's not bad. Oh, same HDR. Thank you for being here. Oh my gosh, of course. Thank you for your patience. Thank no patience. Congratulations on everything. Thank you. Well, no, no, seriously. No, I I know. As a as a comedian, as a as a comedy. For, I mean, you're not just a comedian. You don't really oh, do stand-up, but, but I yeah. Think, I thought you were going to say you as the comedian. Me as a comedian talking to you next. as a comedy oh, okay, person. Okay, okay, yeah. okay, got it, yeah. Um, no, you, I don't do stand-up. No, but but I know... But my grandpa thinks I do. <laughs> <laughs> Are you going to go do your comedy bits? <laughs> yes. Are you going to do your skits? You also, most skits? grandpas think they can do stand-up, too. Oh, yeah. 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 <laughs> you can use that. You'll hear that a lot from <gasps> oh, parents yeah. and grandparents. Yeah. Oh. Yeah, you're playing the cat skills. No, no. no. <laughs> they burned those down in 82. <laughs> yeah, that doesn't even exist anymore. As, do, you, do you ever get that you can use this from your grandfather? The, um, uh, yes, yes. He almost, though, says it tongue-in-cheek. Like, he knows, because my sister writes comedy mm-hmm. as well, and she... Um, I think he knows it won't actually be used, but he says it anyway. But uncles and, and aunts, I think, more so. Oh, as I'm sure we all get. Yeah. Use that. Friends, use dads. That. Friends' dads is a big one, too. Friends' yeah. dads. Yeah, 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 dads. yeah, yeah. My dad was convinced that uh, same shit, different day would be a huge <laughs> cultural phenomenon. Where I call him one day and I go, what are you doing? He goes, same shit, different day. You should get some of your people on that and make that into a bumper sticker. <laughs> wait, wait, hold on. Was this the first time he... I don't know. Wait, did, okay. Uh, did Billy Hardwick invent that saying? Okay. In his head he did. <laughs> and am I going to say, like, well, I don't know if you... Maybe in his mind he's like, Man, you know, I didn't invent it, but no one's put it on a bumper sticker. Exactly. Yet. Oh, yeah. so so he, this wasn't the first time. He knew that someone had said that before. I, You know, I, yeah. I was so... 
I, I was so uh, taken aback by that. Well, first of all, the fact that I have these weird bumper sticker people that I just that are my people that I can just call and be like, okay, we got an assignment, and they're just waiting there on the little machines <laughs> with the vinyl. Yeah. It's on line three. Yeah, yeah. We got one! It's like Ghostbusters. It comes in on a ticker. Yeah. Same shit. Okay, hang on. Different. Day. Oh my god. Why has no one... I always like the notion of, if you just someone asks, how's it going? They go, same day, different shit. So much shit going on in this one day, I can't fucking handle it. That's, that's the bumper stick. I like yeah, that yeah, yeah. twist. Yeah, right. Yeah, it is exactly. a twist. But you, I know you did. You did stuff at the pit in New York, yes, right? The, yes. Yeah. Same. Same pit. Same pit. Same pit. Different Why is that not? Yeah. Why is that not? Call your people. A weekly show. I don't, I don't have, know. You have pit people. Yeah, right. Okay. Somehow we're same, selling less of those. Same pit. Stickers. Different yeah. day. Yeah. <laughs> only, people's... only in Chelsea. Yes. Like in a, from 27th Street to like 23rd Street. <laughs> the most regional bumper sticker. So they will understand that street. And yes. that, that amount of people in comedy in New York. Yes. Between seven and yeah. eight. There's only like, there's 40 people. No, there's a lot more people who go to the pit. <laughs> but, yes, I did stuff at the pit um, all the time. And they, I haven't seen their new theater yet. I haven't either. Yeah. Let's clarify for listeners. People's Improv Theater. People's Improv oh. Theater. That's where we, because one of our podcasts is Comic Book Live, uh, Comic Book Club Live, and they do that at the People's Improv Theater. Oh, Yes. Yeah, okay. and I've, I've done shows there before. Of course, yes. And did you go to the old theater? I think it was the old theater. Yeah. It was like up a flight of stairs yeah. and in that. Yeah, and don't you have to hang out behind the You have stage. to hang out behind the stage. Behind the, that's another, again, my grandpa coming full circle. He went to shows at the Pit mm-hmm. and the Upright Citizens Brigade Theater. The Upright Citizens, I keep saying that because of what I'm about to say, is in a basement. So yes. my grandpa noted, interesting, Ellie, that the Pit is upstairs and the <laughs> Upright He's not, wrong, oh, he's not wrong, actually. He's not wrong. No, make that in. Yeah, he's, no, not, he's wrong. not wrong. So yeah, he, anyway, fit on a bumper. Sticker. That is too long to put <laughs> on a bumper sticker. But anyway, yes. The downright so, citizens the brigade downright. makes a lot more sense yes. to grandpa's. The downtrodden. <laughs> the downtrodden. <laughs> beneath Christidis. <laughs> beneath, beneath Christidis. Yeah, because it's under the grocery. I've not been to the UCB East yet. I haven't either. And and it's apparently it's supposed to be very nice. I mean, I heard it's very nice, like yeah. a, like a nice theater. Oh, like it's not theater, like a bunch theater. of kids running it. It's like a it, nice. It's I like they, a. I hope they put a pole in the middle just for fun. Just yeah. Just to obstruct some. Yeah, yeah, exactly. But don't you feel like there's this weird thing that happens? And and I'm not saying, I'm sure the UCB East is going to be fine, but. But there's always, usually, there's always someone who kind of goes, you know what, I'm going to open a really nice theater, and we're going to serve really good food, like and have comfortable seats. No. Yeah, exactly. Like, And then, no one ever goes. Right. There's something weird about the psychology of having kind of a difficult, dingy space to deal with. Yes. Yeah. You mean in a good way? In a good way, yes. Where it almost because UCB, like the you know the UCB theater, the first one or not the first one, but the one before the UCB East. There's like these two giant posts in the Mm -hmm. middle of the room, Mm -hmm. and it's under a grocery store, and it smells like a dumpster. But it's it was even more fucked up. The one before that was even crazier. I never went to that one. I heard about that. But it's still an amazing place to perform. There's there's gunk dripping. Yeah, I mean that's the only way to produce gunk. Gunk. Yeah, produce gunk. It's it's thick and mm-hmm. and yeah. chunky and it's gunk, yeah. But there is something about it. The UCB Theater here in LA, I think it's, like, nice. I mean, I, th- I think it um, is bordering on, you know, an adult. No, it, 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 it was, was already a theater. Else. That yeah. was, like, yeah, already, that was the... Uh, what was it? The, the Tamarind. Tamarind Theater. Yeah, yeah that the was Tam- the Tamarind. Okay. Yeah, and and, it's, it's nice. And Largo's it's really nice, too. Largo went from being just kind of like a pub 
Yeah. Like a nice dark pub. I asked, I asked Walsh about opening the uh, UCB, and he's like, the first thing we had to do was get chairs. <laughs> it's always weird to just think of that's the first thing you gotta do. You got People have to, get to have a place to sit for, for the Nerd Metal Theater. Yeah, yeah right. Well, like that, thing. No, you don't. I, I, I never thought of furniture yeah. until I, like, until you move into a place and there's no furniture, and then you realize, yeah. oh, furniture is something you have to get. It's yeah. not yeah. just there. Yeah. Yeah, it's, it's not adult. the other person that lived here before yeah. furniture. Right. It'd be weird to go to someone's place and they just had a nothing, a bed. That's what my and everyone just seems to stand I around. Like that right now. My dining room's empty. Did you just, you just move? I know. Okay. I just moved. Yeah. You know, you know Brent Weinbach's place like that. It's just like it's very utilitarian. Just like couch, TV on the floor, and a bed in the bedroom. It's <laughs> that's like, like oh, that's it. Yeah. I sort of. Did you say movies house? Yeah. <laughs> it's the worst MTV Cribs I've ever seen. Movie. Yeah. I was like, really? Why? Was that actually on Cribs? Yeah, MTV. Uh, That's really place. funny. It's a it's a very nice place. It's very nice, but it's, but it's very sparse. minimalist. It's like right now. over Lake Hollywood. Uh, I don't know which place it was. I'm sure Moby has multiple places Might. to go with his Grammy awards. Yeah. Yeah. I think it's sort of a not furnishing a place. It's it gives you like this element of like you might take off at any moment. Yeah, and you don't have to ask friends to help you to move. Yeah, right. Yeah. So yes. two, two huge pluses. <laughs> you're, you're all like, Moby's all like born identity. Maybe that's it. Maybe he just has he just he just has his flight pack ready to go any minute, which has passports and different currencies. Yeah, and, right. Uh, he took De Niro's speech and heat literally. Yeah. <laughs> have nothing you can't leave in thirty seconds. In thirty seconds, yeah, to get out of there. Um, Moby, by the way, a very dainty traveler. I flew next to him once. Oh hey, my gosh. Tiny. He fits in the overhead bin. He does fit in the overhead bin. He you don't have to, to check him. <laughs> I mean, on yeah. smaller planes, you'd have to gate Southwest check Moby. Southwest charges you like 50 bucks to travel your Moby. Yeah. But not if you're flying Business Select, then you, uh, yeah. you're, you're, you're allowed, allowed one. You're allowed one Moby. Yeah, one yeah, Moby, right. okay. <laughs> Wait, what did you guys talk about? I didn't talk to him. Okay. He, he played Scrabble on his iPad the whole time. Uh, the whole, where, can I ask where you were flying? LA to New York. Okay. Um, and he... Uh, t- took the pillow from you know the little airplane pillow, put it on the floor, and took his shoes off and just daintily put his feet on the pillow the whole time. I mean, he was yeah, it was adorable. It was adorable. I thought yes. he was going to start sweet. knitting. If he had started knitting a cat sweater, I would have been like, wouldn't yeah. have been surprised. I, that's not weird. It's weird it's not to weird. think that he used to be like a straight edge vegan hardcore guy in New York. <laughs> <laughs> the straight edge vegan, you know, electronic yeah. music. This is guys. actually much more. I don't know anything about. This is more that I know about Moby. Yeah, is that yeah, what yeah. this, this is, is actually about? Not the nerdist okay, podcast. this, this is, is the Moby. This weekend Moby. Welcome, <laughs> <laughs> Moby lecture. Yeah. Uh, I give Ellie Kemper two Mobies. <laughs> <laughs> two of the possible four Mobies. She was not that aware. Actually, she three did not have Very a huge Moby awareness. <laughs> there was that. Uh, no. What, the, actually, the first time I ever heard of Moby. Now this is a, such a stupid question. No. I literally am about to ask you, what is that song by Moby? The one with what? <laughs> the one with Stefani is the one you're probably thinking of. Probably. Uh, oh, da na na da na na da na. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah that yeah. is what I'm thinking of. Yep. But there's there's a bunch of them. There's. Uh... You made more than one. No. Nope. <laughs> I always said for some reason that if I ever was ever a boxer, I would come out to We Are All Made of Stars. I don't know why. Are you anyway? You gonna make that happen? Yeah. I like. I'm gonna fight. Is Barbie. that the one? That's like something. Oh. Yeah, that's yeah, different. That's oh, I, I, I think. Well, either way, I'm that's imagining that's it's uplifting. Happening. It's okay. gonna be great. So why we bring this up? <laughs> Moby. Ellie, Moby is our is very special guest bathroom. today. Hey, you guys. Moby's in the bathroom. Oh, you, you didn't mean in the closet, like. No, I know. As soon as I said that, and then I pointed to, to show you the. closet. What you can't see is that there's a tiny there is a tiny wardrobe closet uh, here. Moby's in here. Oh, that would be crazy. No. Moby. He's just like knitting. Yeah. <laughs> I don't mean. Don't mind me, guys. <laughs> hey guys. Hey, sorry. Yeah, just uh, checking out the closet. Oh. What's that? Is that someone's wardrobe? Oh, I guess. Put it on, Matt. Okay. Put it on. What is this? It's Under Armour. Oh. 
Oh, here we go. Is that oh, something from American fit. Ninja Warrior? I didn't really, you don't really oh, have okay, to put good. it on. Oh, it's a shirt. Um, no, let's just, it's just audio. Whoa, man, that looks crazy. <laughs> Thanks, guys. Actually, that might fit. All right. Which it already I, did. Oh, I am suddenly obsessed with, yeah, describing things. I was yeah, like, yeah. closet. Thank you for clarifying of course, that there yeah. was a closet. Yeah. Yeah. Not an Ellie Kemper yeah. claims that Moby is in the closet. There's a, someone's going to build this whole backstory. Yeah. Ellie oh, Kemper implores, please be comfortable with who you are, Moby. Like, no, I, I literally meant there's a closet that he was hiding in. So, Ellie, what has led you to think that Moby is in the closet? You're going no! to be at the Emmys. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Like, Here's a riff. A riff. <laughs> <laughs> I give my riff minus one Moby. Because no one got <laughs> That's our new benchmark. I love it. Form of yeah, meanwhile, does this increase or decrease my Moby like cred? If I'm, I guess the more if I'm if I'm saying he's in the club, now I have. Well, if we get Mobies. a Google News alert with Ellie Camper and Moby in it, then we're gonna know. Moby. Okay, great. If they add you to Mobypedia, then we'll know. Then we'll know. We'll know for sure if you made it up. Oh God. Are you? How long? How long did you? Because you're you're super smarty pants. Because I I read that you went to Princeton. Mm-hmm. And you studied at Oxford, mm-hmm. and but, then and you also write for the Onion and McSweeney's and Huff, Huffington Post. Yeah, but but I went to yes, but I uh, I am a contributing writer for the Onion. Okay, and um, I yeah, so I moved to New York after England, mm-hmm. and then well, I, in order to start writing for the Onion, I had, do you guys know Joe Garden? Yeah, I don't I don't know him well. You, okay. Yeah, yeah. I had to write him letter after letter after letter. I just, I, he was first alphabetically on the editors. So, and I just kept <laughs> writing him. Um, I was about to, is this before email? No, there was email. But I think I was sent, sold, or sent him actual letter, like snail mail letters, asking, can I please submit headlines? Because, you know, they don't, I don't know yeah. if you know, but, but they, 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 they don't, like, let you just submit headlines. No, so, no, it's, it's a very, it's a very, I mean, I guess it's quality control, but it's such an intense process yes. for how things make it. To the front page of the Onion. Exactly. Yeah. Oh my gosh. Yes. I mean that's, uh, and I've only I've never gotten like a full front page. It's always just been you know they, what is it called Skybar like uh-huh. the places on top. I've gotten some like the, there, but it is a very intricate and complex process. So after like a year, finally, I guess Joe was just sick of. <laughs> He's like, fine, you can send some. But then it was like another year of sending headlines before anything <sighs> got used. That's but anyway, which, what what got used? I, the first one was um, I don't even know if you'll think this is funny. It was dog, dog in purse stares longingly at dog in yard. <laughs> Yay, thank you guys. Thanks for laughing. Thank you. No, it was, and then there's like a, I, I think, although I said to my boy, I go, because um, when it was, you know, it's on those newsstands in yeah. New York. And I said, Michael, that's my boyfriend. I said, look, they used mine. And then he thought it was funny. He thought the picture of the dog was funny. So I don't know if he actually thought the headline was that funny. Did you submit that dog picture? Good job. Yeah. Good job that dog no, no. picture, babe. I wrote the words. Oh, I, oh, oh, I didn't see the words. I mean, the picture really makes it come to life, though. What? What the fuck? What the? It's a really adorable. You should tell people you found that picture. Yeah, yeah. I mean, that is a it dog really who would stare longingly at a yard. Really, yeah. I mean, it just. Like, I don't know. I'm gonna cover up. I mean, yeah. Okay. Okay. No, it's good. No. The words are the words themselves aren't as cute as the. Dog. I don't know why I've just turned him into Alec Baldwin from Working Girl. I <laughs> I use that voice all of the time. Do what you just did. If or am I putting you on the spot? What, what, do uh, the voice you just did. Oh, the, you mean this guy who's like, oh, what are you? Uh, this I do that voice all the time, and it could be imitating anyone. I'll be like, yeah, I talked to Chris today. He was like, oh, uh, <laughs> but I wouldn't be imitating you doing that. I would right. just. I don't know why that is. I <laughs> talked to Stephen Fry earlier, and he was like, hey, I'm a Stephen yes. Fry. I that's live like, in England. That's like every time uh, Pete Holmes like starts riffing, he always turns into that guy. Hey, yeah. yeah, I don't know what it Wait, is. I don't know what that is either. I'll do that. 
I guess I do sometimes if someone does actually talk like that and I'm in, imitating them. Then, but that's the only accurate time. I'll do my mom. I'll do my grandpa. My grandpa's like, the upright is downstairs. <laughs> I don't know why. <laughs> and the downstairs, the pit is. But yeah, so I do that voice too. <laughs> how long? How long were you performing before? Like, what was what was your kind of? What was your big sort of, like, breakthrough? Like, oh, great, I am officially a paid performer and I don't have to do anything else. The first, the f- well, not about, but the first paid job acting was a commercial for DSW. Do you guys know Maria Thayer? No. Yeah. She, okay, yeah, she's uh, great. Uh, she's, she's, oh, oh, yes, 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 yes. She's on Eagle Heart right now. Yeah. She's, anyway, she has red hair. Like, I was going to say, also a Yeah, redhead. also a redhead. Yeah. Really like. Anyway, she and I were in the same. That's how I met her at this DSW commercial. Do you oh, know wow. DSW Designer Shoe Warehouse? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Designer Shoe Warehouse. Well, there's something. Design de- Warehouse. This. <laughs> I loved you. Where, I, warehouses and barns are not places that yeah. you really should be Dash buying. A barn. Dress <laughs> barn. Yeah. Barn Warehouse. <laughs> <laughs> DSW, that's another one. They say designer, they say DSW, hold on. Do they say DSW shoe warehouse? It's redundant is what I'm saying. It's like like ATM machine, pin number. That's why the the commercial was a campaign to stop the redundancy. (laughs) In DSW. Stop the redundancy. We have to save time. We don't need to say these words. Just say, yeah. No, but that was the first paid commercial. So I'm trying to think of something like exciting or funny to happen. But it was just a job. I guess it was just a job. um, So let me think. What was the first paid job you had? Um, it was a, I mean, yeah, I, I, it was a show called Trash for MTV. Yeah. That was your first, that's, isn't that great? Yeah. yeah. It, I mean, isn't that like a pretty. canceled right away, though. But still, okay. that was your first job. I mean, that sounds like, I mean, anyway. No, no, nice. for my first job was actually with co-worker of hers, BJ Novak. Oh, yes. Yeah. BJ. No, on, no. Uh, before that, we, uh, we wrote on this uh, pilot for Showtime called The Offensive Show. Oh. With Besser and yes. BJ uh, Porter, Scott Ackerman, all those guys. But yeah, me and Novak. Right? I know we've talked about this before, but BJ Novak has never not been employed. That well, is, I think yeah, that's yeah. true. He right? came out from well, Harvard. Like, you know, I think I said it before, uh, Jared yeah. Grody's joke. Yeah. BJ Novak came out to LA with the shirt on his back and the directions to a staff writing job. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Who says that? Who's Jared, joke is our that? friend Jared Grody. That is absolutely correct. Yeah. Because what happened? Well, I mean, he came out of Harvard with like four movies. <laughs> so what do you expect? What are you gonna do? Well, no, he was, you know, he was, really he was on the Ghost Rider Lampoon, and then and then put on a show that Bob Saget was on uh, in at Harvard, like yeah, put on a comedy show, and then Bob Saget liked him a lot, and then asked him to write on his show. And, and how did he and Bob Saget get hooked up in the first well, place? Well, it's like, uh, like he... he since he was the head writer of the Lampoon, the Lampoon would uh, put on shows like comedy shows. So he did and... a thing called the the BJ Show, and since you know, like they had the budget to have comedians come and do the show, he had Bob Saget come and do it. And then Bob Saget liked everything that BJ did. So. That's really, yes, okay. Yeah. And then well, he hired then. him immediately and he started working on... Uh, working Raising on Dad. Raising Dad, that's uh, right. I don't know why yeah. I've become the BJ Novak historian. But, wow. Yeah. Well. I'm I'm a little dusty on my BJ Novak yeah, lore, really Jonas. Like, you know, funny. I mean, like, we were, you know, doing, like, all the same coffee shop open mics back in, you know, early 2000s. And, you know, his jokes were solid. Yeah. And then, like, it's like after Raising Dad, there was a few months and then he got punked and then... I didn't know he wrote on Raising Dead. That's pretty incredible to go straight from yeah. college to like into a writing job. Well, I think the Lampoon guys, though, the Lampoon guys are pretty. Yeah, yeah, yeah they're yeah. pretty set. Was there? Was were you? What was? What was there, your comedy at Princeton? I don't think there's an equivalent. There's like a there's the newspaper. Now I'm going to insult any anyone who writes for this publication. <laughs> 
all the Princeton Tigers. No, there's a humiliation. There's sorry, there's a humiliation. Freudian slip. There's a publication called a humor magnet. There's a humor. Humiliation for a humor mag a publication is a great fucking thing. Yeah. I think that's a great way to call it. That is like, yeah, yeah. I feel like we're spinning so many, uh, churning out so many bumper stickers. Gold. On during this, yeah, 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 spinning out gold. But um, called The Tiger, mm-hmm. but it's more, it's political, it's very political. Okay. I don't think it's like the um, Lampoon, I don't think. And then there's something called The Nassau Weekly, but I, again, I don't think these are actual like humor magazines like, again, The Lampoon. So... I wrote on something called the triangle, which is like the hasty pudding. Okay, you know? gotcha. So, but it's not the same kind of humor. You know, it's guys dressing up as girls and doing like a cake <laughs> So it's not classic. Classic. <laughs> Wait, you're gonna go with that? Yeah. So, Although I heard um, that uh, at SF Sketchfest this past weekend, they did a, a Rocky Horror tribute. And Barry Boswick showed up, and he walked what? out on stage in full drag. What? Oh, really? And didn't tell anyone he was gonna do it. That's amazing. That's fucking amazing. That's really cool. Sometimes oh it is gosh. great. Yeah. yeah. Some kids in the hall. Funny. It's fine. Kids yeah, in the right. hall. Right? Yeah, right. I guess it just depends. Yeah. Is that irritating as a, as, a, as, a, as a female comic actress when you're like, they could have given that part to a funny woman. <laughs> okay, this is this is where I think there's something wrong with me. We were just having this discussion yesterday. You know Zach Woods? Why do I keep naming names? But do you know Zach Woods? He's from UCB and he plays Gabe on The Office and he's sure. this yeah. tall, funny guy. He was in In the Loop. Anyway, and we were just talking about this yesterday. I, now I'm going to put my foot in my mouth, but I do not, no, I'm not offended that, oh, maybe they should have just gotten a a funny woman to do that thing. Or in the case of like anything like that. What? Because that is funny. Isn't that funny? Yeah. I mean, sorry, I'm not doing a good job of describing this. No. Zach and I were talking about the age old question, are women funny versus men? Okay, blah, blah, blah. I'm not offended by any of that stuff because... Like once you make it an issue, then it's an issue. I and I and I've had this conversation before with people where someone said like, well, how come? I think maybe it was an interview with an AV club where they said, well, why do you think there are more guys? Why do you think there are more male-driven podcasts? And I said, well, I just think it's just, I think it's just a numbers thing. I think yes. more guys want to be comedians because it's a very, I, I think it's a defect. I think the comedy gene is a defect. It's to get up in front of strangers We're and like beat you yeah. seriously, like beat your chest and be like, "Look at me! Right. I need your attention and oh, approval." That's very, yeah, I feel right. like that yeah. that kind of brokenness is more classically a, a male defect. Yeah, it's like a gene in you that also gives you like scoliosis. <laughs> that is- I have a sixteen degree curve in my spine. So I think. I think if, that is a good way of looking at it. I think, or if you consider it, yeah, yeah, because because I know so many I know so many women who are way funnier than me and a lot of comics that I know. So I like I think it's an even I think it's a silly debate to even have. Like, uh, are yeah. women funny? Yeah. Like, oh, fucking, of course they are. Yes, of course. I yes. just think you seem like if you go to an open mic or you go to a show, like you'll tend to see more guys doing it because I feel like there are just more guys doing it I think so, it's just that's oh, just, that just I think yeah. that's just a numbers Even thing the open mic I run at Meltdown they uh we will occasionally get four or five women out of 30 people that go up that yes yeah. just, sometimes we beat the odds though and it's like 20 women that's which awesome. is why which is why why I think Bridesmaids was such an important movie yes to show like look male female it doesn't matter they're just fucking funny like 
Absolutely. And when making that, of course, it, I feel like it didn't even come up. Like, guys, do you think we're going to beat the Oscars? <laughs> Every morning you do your prayer circle. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Ladies, we've got this. It was purely like, this is the story you're telling. So it happens to be about women. So, of course, unfortunately, we're not going to have guys dress up as girls to do it. So right. we're just going to have girls play, the, women play these parts. And never, ever, ever did it come up like... Uh, at least in no conversation, uh, which I was present for, you know, will people go to see this even though it's just yeah. women? But then people, like, really, people went up to see it um, a lot. So that's nice. It's a great movie. Well, I think I'm just... Now, when I say I think it's great, it's because I feel like... Oh, I do think it's great, and I didn't write it or produce it, so I yeah, feel yeah, like yeah. I can say that yeah, and yeah, not yeah, sound yeah. like no, I'm no, writing. No. But uh, it's really... It's a great, it's a great comedy. It's, like, super fun. And, and then I feel like after it came out, when people start saying, oh, no... Now, but it's all women. Like, how does like how are how are they getting that done? I don't even know why that's an issue. I don't know like, either. I, I, yeah. Funny is funny, right? Yeah. I don't really see how that plot works with men. You know what I didn't like it was like, uh, and I'm sure it was just a thing that happened. But uh, at the Golden Globes, when um, Bridesmaids won, and then uh, like you know, Judd Apatow was saying that's like you know, Jerry Lewis said women aren't funny. Well, you know, fuck you. Um, there was no women on stage accepting the, that award. The Critics' Choice Award. <laughs> like, like, yeah, the Critics' Choice Award, yeah. There's four dudes on stage going, they say women aren't funny, right, fellas? Oh, my God. <laughs> Getting okay, I was... Guys, so... how many movies? <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. How many movies are we going to get this year? I thought that moment was very confusing because I the, they announced... The winner, and I didn't know if we were going to win, and I got so excited because, of course, all this is very exciting sure. to me. And then, so I leapt up, and, like, Matt Lucas leapt up, but then nobody else did. So then we were sort of standing there, and then only the producers went up to accept yeah. it. So I thought that was weird. I thought, on behalf of women, you know, it's just, it's, it's, it's Look at my beard. Right. Yeah. Look at yeah. my manly beard. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah. Now let me say something on behalf of black people. <laughs> <laughs> uh, hello, Mouth. I'd like to introduce you to Foot. Yeah. Oh. yeah. And I'm sure it wasn't like, I mean, just like anything, it wasn't like a pre-set-up kind of thing. It no. Just, it just so happened. It just, exactly. Sure so they, then saying that and then seeing Yeah, I mean, I'm sure he's being sincere, but it just, yeah. it is, the, there's a certain amount of, there's a certain amount of situational condescension. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the situational condescension. That's relatively yes. unavoidable, yes. you know. When you're, like, yes, exactly. You yeah. know, where it's just like it's just like five guys. You know, you know, almost like Mad Men. Like these gals are great. Yeah, yeah. absolutely. Yeah, yeah. 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 Right. Come along? No. <laughs> How about these people are fun? Like people are just funny. Just people. Yeah. yeah, I know. People, are, people are funny. I mean, we, you know, we. Uh, uh, when I when we're booking that you know, we do these stand up specials every year mm-hmm. for the for the podcast and it's it's mostly dudes because there are just more dudes yes and the women that I know that are amazing stand ups if they're not available it's just like well I don't know I don't know what to right do. but um, actually let's just do all women let's just book it really far in advance well I want to do night. but then but but there there's never a guys night it's like yeah, yeah, like there would be like all. Every night is guys. Yeah. Yeah, I guess do you so. feel like it's condescending to be like, as a guy, to go, I'm gonna do a women only comedy yeah, podcast? Yeah, I do. I almost feel like it's weird. It's it's like it's weirdly the reverse. Like it should yes. be sincere and and it should be like I in my mind, I'm sure I'd be like, 
no, 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 it's a good thing I'm doing for society. I'm doing the voice again. I know. It's there's a good thing I'm doing. Here, I'll switch yeah. it up. It's a good thing I'm doing for society. It's another stupid person. <laughs> that guy wouldn't know uh, how to do a podcast. Pod what? <laughs> Fuck you. That's the devil. Um, <laughs> what are you cursing at yeah. me? <laughs> I like uh, like doing ones at stand-up shows when uh, like I hate hearing ones like, hey, we got a lady coming up. This, this next comic is a real funny lady. Like, yeah, it's like, yeah, don't yeah. just say, hey, this next comic. It's funny. Yeah, that's why like uh, one time I like I just I like the whole entire show was, I said, hey guys, we got a fella coming up. Let's see if he can hold his own, huh? Exactly. It is always a, a, a woman who's able to like, oh, but he, she's cool. She's like a guy. I mean, yeah. I mean that's, an, again, that's like another age-old be, thing. But to have an all-women... Yeah, yeah. But, but to be a stand-up in, in general, you kind of have to be a little bit of a loudmouth, like, you know? And it's just like, I just know more loudmouth dudes who are like, hey, look at me! Totally, yeah. totally, Did yeah. you guys see a Young Adult? I've not seen, seen it, it yet. yet. Okay. Well, this is what's neat about it is that the the character I've heard a lot of people go, oh, it's like really grating the uh, oh. uh, the main character played by Charlize Theron. And uh, upon watching it, I realize it's um it's it's just the female version of uh, Danny McBride character. Oh, oh yeah. Where it's like it's like you know nothing she does is wrong. She's a fucking asshole, but you have to cheer for her because there's no one else to cheer. Oh for right. Her. And uh, and I think that's what was rubbing a lot of people off the <gasps> wrong way, which is like they weren't used to right. like a, a, a female actress uh, being being a know, Danny McBride character. Yeah, exactly. Oh, how interesting! You mean so that it was more grating because it was like yeah, I think that, yeah. I think that's what put people. Or off that's what people, yeah. yeah. But you liked it. I, you know what, after I watched it, I was like, fuck that movie. And then every time I started telling somebody about it, I, it sounds like I'm, I, I was like, it sounds like I like the movie. Isn't that That's weird? That's so yeah. funny. You were trying to resist it or something. You I were like, so. oh. I yeah. think it's so. weird yeah. how you can feel like you hate a movie, but for some reason, like some movies just stick in yeah. your gut. I think it was just the feeling the movie yes. left me, which was meaning the movie did its job. That did its job. Yeah. Like totally. it, made it made me feel, feel something. something. And it oh, took it with me. Absolutely. Yeah. Yeah. Do you have a movie like that? Well, no, I'm feeling that way right now about The Gray, which I just... I just <laughs> but I've been upset about it all day. Why? Because it is, it is a, it's a dark, upsetting movie. But it, it's... Have you seen it yet? I've not seen The what Gray. What made you think it would be an uplifting... I don't know. Because you know what? Because the lies... The scene between him and the wife going, let's stop all this fighting. I think wolves I and men let's can live together. And then, and then they just cut to Liam Neeson and like 50 wolves at Farrell's ice cream parlor. <laughs> Love that. <laughs> Maybe, I know maybe. this plane went down and <laughs> we all have to survive against these wolves and a lot of us are probably going to die. This is the trailer. Come see this. Yeah. All, the, all the wolves have party hats yeah. and bibs on. It ends with just like a, a freeze frame of them with Liam Neeson's wolf parade. Yes. <laughs> it's just like I'm going great. Yeah. For some reason, great. that seems like a children's great. book to me. Yeah, Liam Neeson's wolf parade. I would I love, read that. Yeah, I would read that. Or listen to the audio. It's like the old oh, SCTV sketch, Circus, Circus Lupus, the Circus of Wolves. Yes, the Circus of Wolves. There's a band called... Wolf, wolf parade. parade. Yeah. yeah. And Wolf Eyes and uh, Sea Wolf and there's lot lots of, of wolf fans. It was really big a few years ago. Airwolf. Airwolf. A lot, a lot of wolves. A lot of wolves. Uh, yeah, right. I don't, I just know um, my wolf experience growing up was... <laughs> <laughs> oh, wait. You just segued into our next segment, Ellie Kemper's wolf experience. <laughs> They opened for Polyphonics Free. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Camera's Wolf Experience over Polyphonics Free and Arcade Fire. Is, uh, <laughs> the, yeah. And um, Call of the Wild, of course. Oh, right. But yeah. as, this is what I was saying before you came in. My dad was telling me, he happened to see, we don't, we're, we're not, uh, I don't live with my dad, but we um, happened to see the gray at the same time. Him and he saw it in St. Louis, I saw it in Los Angeles okay. at the same time. So we were talking about it. My dad was saying there hasn't been a wolf attack in North America in 
however many years, 40 years, are you looking at a... Or do no, you, no. Do you look at wolf attacks? Oh, do you have to go shoot her? If you were. Guys, there's just been 80 wolf attacks in the past hour. There's been... Oh, gosh. I'm eating my words. Wolf attacks. Anyway, so it's, so it's giving wolves a bad name is what was his fear. Jerry Lewis said wolves aren't funny. <laughs> and Judd Apatow accepts this wolf award. I'm not going to argue. My dream, if we can finally stop, if we can just say this wolf is funny for who he is. <laughs> not funny like a guy. Not funny species, like... This wolf is very just funny. Now, funny. In the movie uh, Bride's Wolves. Yes. <laughs> With uh, Bride's Wolves. Guys, I gotta go write that. Go, before, before someone else yeah. gets to it. Yeah, no, this, but Alive, I don't remember the ending, actually, but I don't remember feeling as depressed afterwards. Was they that weird? They people in Alive. But they get home and... Yeah, yeah they get home, I think. I don't want to give away the, the gray. Spoiler alert. Spoiler, spoiler alert. I did love Girl with a Dragon Tattoo. Did you see it? I have not seen it yet. I heard it's exactly like either. the uh, Swedish version. Didn't see the Swedish version. No. Don't need to. Don't need to. <laughs> not now. Exactly not now. Same. Yeah. It's the same, but bloop, 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 bloop. Have, you ever, have you ever wanted a foreign movie but wanted an American director to direct it? Yes. <laughs> yes. Yeah. You guys, now I'm remembering that for my Julie of the Wolves project in fourth grade. We had to, I had, my, this is where like the public school system went wrong. The project was to like make a diorama of what the wolves ate or what Julie ate. Do you guys know this yeah. book, Julie of the Wolves? No. She's. What happens? She's like with the wolves. She's she yeah. She's like living with the wolves for I don't. I read it in sixth grade. So yeah. gorillas in the mist, but replace gorillas with wolves. <laughs> yes, pretty exactly. much. Okay. Yeah, yeah. Wolves in the mist. Yeah, wolves in the mist. Okay. And so I made a diorama of like what Julie ate, but the, all I I just took some ham and like, and then I also took some. I don't know where she was getting milk, and I just put it on a some teeth. construction paper. Yeah, wolves teeth. teeth. But where did I? Yeah, I don't. and that was my project, and like that was. What'd you get? What do you think? Hey. <laughs> so, uh, she went to Princeton. What are you, what are you talking about? What do you think? Of course. Hello. Yeah. Do you still have time to write? Are you still After the Julie the Wolf's project? How am I? No, I'm not writing. I was just talking about this too with Zach. Not writing anymore. I mean, for right now. I mean. Right. Zach seems not, to be hitting a lot of the same topics we are. Does he, does he have a podcast? The Zach is. Zach said you would ask that. Zach did warn me about this. Yeah. That's Zach. He's like half a movie. <laughs> I write for The Onion every morning. There's a daily assignment every morning, so I write for, I write jokes for that. That's fantastic. That yeah, great. Yeah, but we we all we all do. No, we but do. you're but you're literally working on the best stuff in our culture right now between The Onion and, you know, and being and, on this podcast. And yeah. this podcast. Yes, that you, is everything. You, you wrote this entire I wrote it out. Thank everything. you guys for making it seem natural. <laughs> that is okay, Eli. Ellie. 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 Shoot. Shoot. Sorry. I wrote it. I wrote it. I wrote a typo. You're going to have to. Oh, gosh. I'm still, for some reason, I'm doing the space work. Yeah. <laughs> the typo. I'm doing the fucking space work. Is that hard, you guys? Hello? Physical comedy doesn't work on a podcast? You're not supposed to use a real phone, man. I'm sorry. Guys, check out this dance. (laughs) The only thing I do like is if I am trying to, like, tell you something. I can't just go like that. Wait, are we not supposed know. to talk about that? Yeah, yeah. Because you were just doing no, the no. no talk. You can't. <laughs> no what? If I'm doing it, we're not yeah. supposed to. <laughs> that does get confusing. That. Is there a show on TV? Because like, you are you seem pretty well set. You have a television job. You you know. I assume you're doing more movies. I hope so. Hint, hint, listeners. Hint, hint. Mm. Yeah, I hope so. <laughs> uh, is there a show right now that's on that you were like, fuck, I would really love to be on that show? Well, yeah. What? Downton Abbey. Of course. <laughs> I am just listen. I was. Do you guys watch it? I've not yeah, seen. No, I've not the seen the season time of it. Finding Bigfoot. Yeah, if there's one way. <laughs> oh, that is the worst way. fucking sentence I've ever heard of. Yes. 
I, I know nothing tweeted. about finding. I live tweeted. You do? I didn't. I, I'm I'm Twitter dumb. Wait, what? It's like Down Abbey for woods people. Oh my god! <laughs> the, the Bigfoots live upstairs. You should see the people that because people follow me and Pat, and then they're like, I'm so confused by this. You're finding Bigfoot, and he's downtown. And then if like, only there was a way to watch probably. two shows that are on at the same time. I wish. Not possible. I, I wish. Yeah, no, there isn't. So what do anyway, you? Finding I've, not, I've not seen the season of Down Abbey, but I have. I, this is. I should clarify. I haven't either. I I only just finished the first season. Last okay. night, actually, big, big, uh, wow, big night, for you. Big night of yeah. watching things. A gray, gray straight into Downton Abbey. But um, so I am probably no further along than you are. Yeah, what, no, you're. I, you about, I've only seen a couple well, episodes. Yeah, the first I'm, I'm far enough along to tell you they haven't found Bigfoot yet. Uh, <laughs> on Downton Abbey, Wait, so, so on my, my we've got big, to find Bigfoot. Big Did you see the SNL Send the help. Downton Abbey sketch? No, no. it's like it was as if Downton Abbey was going to start being aired on Spike TV. So they just did a promo. It's like, it's like there's all these rich people that live in a castle or church or something, and in the basement there's the tuxedo people. <laughs> <laughs> and then it's like, it's like, so tune in to Downtown Abbey. I mean, Downton Abbey. You know what? Screw it. It's fancy, fancy entourage. <laughs> <laughs> who, would you, who would you be on, a, on Downton Abbey? Um, I guess I would want to be Mary. I, I don't know the actress. No, I mean, like right. you could, if you could be your own character. Like, oh what, my what, own. Oh, yeah. I would be. Oh. Um, I actually would want I would want to be a daughter. Okay. Actually, wait, hold on. Now I need to think about this. It what probably would be Zach more fun to be this? a maid. Zach asked me this question, <laughs> and I said I wanted to be his lordship. But now I'm taking that back. I think I would rather be a maid. Always better to be a maid. I think. Would you rather be a maid, or would you rather be a daughter? Who is having an affair with one of the help, and you shouldn't be having that kind of a relationship? That could be fun too, right? Well, that yeah, seems stressful. Yeah, it would be. all the secrets and hiding in that house. Everyone's always talking about it. I know, there's, and there's only the two floors upstairs and downstairs. <laughs> yeah, right. Where do you sneak off? What is surprising about Downton Abbey? I had heard such. Don't want to get in trouble. I had heard such rave reviews of Downton Abbey. Blah, blah, blah. I thought that it was going to be more subtle than it was. And then when I saw it, I mean, it's 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 sort of a soap opera. It's a soap it opera. opera. But I didn't realize that. Yeah, yeah. I thought it was going to be more... Um, but that's the thing about Americans, though. It's like, you. it's a soap opera. You put British accents on it. Everyone's like, oh, it's classy. It's, it's co- so much exactly. better. You just don't get it. Have it's you seen so much yes. better. Yeah. Well, I mean, but like uh, most shows are soap operas. Game of Thrones is just medieval soap opera. Lost was a soap opera. Yeah. They're all, they're all, they're yeah. all soap yeah. operas. It's a soap opera most of the time. What is it? Wars is like a soap opera to me. He doesn't watch anything scripted. <laughs> he hates entertainment. So he primarily, what is the premise of Finding Bigfoot? They're just finding him? That's It's a Bigfoot research team that goes out looking for Bigfoot. Yeah. The best part is when they interview the townspeople. They have a town hall meeting every wherever they are. And, do, and they and actually they ask, think that they've they seen... Has anyone here ever had an experience or seen anything that might have been a Bigfoot? And then the hands slowly go. <laughs> uh, a point of order. Fuck yourself. <laughs> we have to fix the water main. Listen, I'm gonna. I'm finding Bigfoot's great. Yeah. Okay. I'm in contact with their publicist, so if we want anybody for finding, Bigfoot we're gonna get Bigfoot. Off, we could probably. Okay. When we get Bigfoot, then you come back to me. Yeah. On the podcast. There's a guy. There's a guy with long hair named Bobo who stands in for Bigfoot whenever sure. we try to repeat no, no, yeah. photos or oh. footage, and that's the show best a lot part. of clips from it. Yeah. <laughs> On the soup, you guys. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> All these shows that I don't care about that I know about now. God, I should have now. your job. Do you feel like? <laughs> do, you, do you feel like you're? Uh, do you feel like you're kind of like where you want it when you were young, starting out in acting? Do you feel like, oh, this is exactly what I pictured? This is beyond. This is great to have a job to be, you know, paid to do a job that we like. That's mm-hmm. nice. That sounds you know cliched, but of course that's really nice. And then also like I do like these. I. 
love the office. So that was great that it happened that then I got to work on it. And Bridesmaids has been so, again, I just use this word. It's like really lucky because right place, right time, I guess. I don't know. But um, the ladies on that movie, they're like actually just good people. So that was really um, fortunate. But I also think growing up, I don't know if you guys, did you always think, oh, I want to be all of you. There's 20 people in here. Did you want to be comedians growing up? Because I wasn't sure what I wanted to do. I did. I did. Okay. Guys versus girls. I tried. This is a true story. When I was 13, I tried to convert to Judaism because I what? thought I thought that to be a comedian, you had to be Jewish. That is so great. Yeah. You were people. so devoted. Wait, yeah. what are you? Catholic. Okay. You, I was raised Catholic. Okay, that I is... told people I was Canadian because I thought like uh, comics were from Canada. Or Chicago. Chicago. You got to do the Chicago you second city, do. guys. Yeah. It, was yeah. either, it was either become a comedian or be Lars Ulrich. And the other one was going to happen. <laughs> it was going to be way too. Yeah. You could be the funny Lars Ulrich. <laughs> funny on purpose? Yeah, fun, the funny yeah. on purpose Lars yeah. Ulrich. I wanted yeah. bar mitzvah so bad. Wait, hold on. Did you actually... How far did you get? Do you have siblings? I, tried, you I tell got my mom to get me a book. Yeah. Uh, and then it went really no further than her saying no. <laughs> okay, so it went... But I have a question. Why did you... What were you watching until you were 13? Uh, Sid Caesar, uh, the old Dick Van Dyke show. All Mel Brooks. Yeah, all the old Mel Brooks stuff. Is Dick Van Dyke Jewish? No, but Carl okay. Reiner was. Oh, yeah. okay, yeah. I was like, I want to be the guy that wrote this, not the guy in it. I asked my mom once. I said, is Woody Allen Jewish? I didn't know. <laughs> I, this is my this is my example. So clearly, no, didn't grow up like thinking yeah, yeah. I'm going to be. But I didn't know that. I forget why. The first Woody Allen movie I saw was Match Point. Do you? <laughs> that is insane. Oh wow! First of all, that's 2000 like six or something. Yeah. 2005. Right. And it's a it's I not still, characteristic, I would say, of his like. No, 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 no definitely <laughs> I would not. Say it's not his I'm, signature. Like a murder mystery. No. Yes. I still have never seen any Hall. Really? really? Have you really not? I've seen almost every other Woody wow. Allen movie. That one's it's That's funny great. that you were gonna fucking convert to Judaism that, and yet you oh, can't I'm sit sorry, down for ninety minutes to see any convert. Yes. I mean you really oh, should. The Torah and the I mean just you know, in terms of, of comedy Hall. writing, yeah, you probably if, should see it. If your see reason for doing it was like comedy yes, driven. It was the one of like I've You're seen. right. I've seen that's every other one. The most I am, Jewish movie. We're gonna sit you down, put a yarmulke on you, make you watch Annie Hall. I'm in. Alright. I Yes, we can't begin to list the number of movies I haven't seen. Well, There's a lot I haven't seen. We should all watch them. So that's part of a movie club. Yeah. Movie club! Yeah. Yeah. Each movie, we give a movie. I'm busy. Yes! Uh, <laughs> I'm busy. Sorry. But, so, I can't... So you didn't give her... Okay, but did you guys grow up thinking? Yeah? I yeah. always wanted to be a comedian. I mean, I was always someone who would jump up in front of the class, yeah. but, but usually to... To complete failure, like I was. What do you, in what way? I mean, like I was. I wanted to be the, I guess whatever a class clown equivalent would be, but I was. I class clown. Yeah, but I but I, I had way more misses than hits. I hated the class clown. Wait, what? Him. What? What does the class? I don't think I ever like was in a class with a class clown. Does, I wish oh, I had The been. loudest kid. Just the loudest yeah. kid, yeah, okay. Yeah. He and underscores what, he, what they're all thinking. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So what, what, what do you have, sorry, you don't have to name them, but do you remember things that failed? I feel like you like went up like with a bit and like it just, yeah. in oh, fourth grade. I just, you know, yeah. just trying yeah. to, sh- just trying to shout out. The problem with class clownism is that <clears throat> if you do it and it hits, you're probably not going to get in trouble because everyone's going to be like, oh, we had a nice laugh. Right. 
when people don't laugh, <laughs> you're just disruptive. Right, yeah. right. And then you get in trouble. Right, And right, so right. that's what I would get in trouble for. Okay, yeah. yeah. It's like if you if you do a joke at a club and it bombs, and then afterwards the owner of the club takes you and gives you detention. Right. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> you're going you're gonna to clean all these erasers Sorry, from our yeah. weird uh, oh, blackboard. Your joke about your dad really flopped. It was disruptive to the club. And, the and you owe us seventeen ninety five for the chicken wings. <laughs> <laughs> and also... So when did you realize that you were that you were funny or that you had this thing that you know that other kids didn't have? Well, I don't know if it's that other kids don't have that, but I did really enjoy. I was always in high school plays in high school. <laughs> That's conveniently good. Conveniently enough, yeah. Yeah. I was yeah. in a high school play a few years ago. I got in a lot of trouble. <laughs> <laughs> we did have we did have people who weren't like some teachers would play um, parts in our high school yeah. plays, which I thought was so wildly yeah. unfair yeah. because yeah. why not have. I said, even if it was like a 40-year-old So the uh, play we're doing is uh, nine and a half weeks. And uh, yes. Yes. what? It's not a play. Well, I know, but I'm bringing the dramatization to the stage. You don't mind. I'm that. your teacher. I'm going to play the... <laughs> exactly. I mean, I guess I should play the Mickey Rourke part. There really are not a lot of male there parts. There aren't too many here. others. You don't yeah. want to play all the parts. This is now a one-man show. Actually, <laughs> but I do need someone on props. So if, you, if anyone wants to do the... Co- we did cabaret, which I feel like is pretty... Isn't that yeah. for a it's high a school play? Risque, yeah. It's a little risque. I did crazy camp. Yes, both... The crazy and camp were spelled with case. Case. Oh. Next question. That was the next. The, yes. Zach. <laughs> Zach knew. Zach, Zach with knew. a K. <laughs> Zach was in it. Doing. <laughs> yeah. Um. Oh, doing improv in college. That was. I was like, oh, I'd never done improv before, which is different from stand up, Grandpa. Yeah. And that was. And that was. That was easy. That was like the first time I was like, Chris oh, that's Grandpa. Fun. That was weird. They don't know. Yeah. Okay, they didn't know I directed. Yeah. I don't even know where it's recording. If, in my mind, it's louder if I But if your grandpa, if your grandpa like did understand improv, do you think he'd still call you up? Like, I got a good suggestion. Yes. Yes. <laughs> I got a place. And a, I, a location and an yeah. occupation. He does not like the, the office. office. He doesn't like the office? And he makes no bones about it. I, I do, I do want to kind of be like, I get it. You don't have to like it. You're, 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 it's, you're a different generation, you know. Um, but he said several times that he doesn't like it. And I, like, I know. And Once my sister writes on it. And so two of his granddaughters. Are That's amazing. How did you, how did it's you great. get? Car- Carrie wrote, Carrie's her name. Carrie wrote, I was on it for a few months. Carrie wrote a play, um, called Bottom of the Pool, which is about a dog who commits suicide. <laughs> and she had this play. It's a dark comedy. Oh, was now this, I'm now I'm back in wolf territory. Was this after he looked longingly at the dog in the yard? Yeah. <laughs> Once I get up, first. Bring it all put down the coffee yeah, to bring it around. You. Thank, thank you, you thank you for me. Of That's course. nice. Yes, it was after, and he was like, "I can't take it anymore. I hate being in this purse." <laughs> so anyway, so we showed that to she. She showed that to the to Paul Lieberstein. Show. So anyway, so then she started working there. Anyway, so that's great because we also get along. So, but works out for everybody. You ever ask her like, can you write uh, like a thing where I do this? I know. I really do feel. I'm first of all, I'm so scared of like, what if? Oh, like they think Carrie told me something that went on in the writers' room that I'm not supposed to know. So like, we do make it a point like, don't talk about anything because I'm so worried about that. But also, I don't think she has any like sway in order to be like, I really think I would like to write Ellie this line. Like I think she's like told what to do. Right. I mean, not that she isn't her own person, but yeah. that she is, right? <laughs> I've never been in a writer's room. It's I, weird, I because before the podcast, you were specifically shut saying up, how she's not up. her own person. What? Shut up. I thought you wanted you everyone to know that. No. That is what I said to you and to Zach. <laughs> that is not, that is not something. Can you guys have Zach on next so yeah, he can sure. defend himself? I feel like, I'm just assuming Zach is your alter ego. You're going to come back in. Zach's here. Hey, everybody. You're like a bad fake mustache. Oh, I love yeah. Zach. 
guys, it's you just said. Hey guys, I brought Moby. Yeah. <laughs> That's why Carrie's like, I'm so sorry, you guys. This is, uh, Ellie just has this weird thing. <laughs> yeah, it just helps her. We don't talk about it at home. She thinks she has they a brother named Zach. That. We did want to name my little brother Zach, but he was Billy. <laughs> Billy, like your dad. Like my dad. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But, um, yeah. Well, wait. Uh, can't remember what I was going to say. We were talking about improv, and you were just talking, like, just the idea, when you first did improv for the first time, was it that, like, oh my god, this! I, now, not to get artsy-fartsy about it, technical term. <laughs> that, do you, are you familiar with that term, artsy Do I need to explain it? Yeah. <laughs> so it's, so it's, it's, it is a, something that is related to the arts and the farts. Farts, exactly. Okay, it's somewhere in between. Okay. But I really think, first of all, I was like, okay, I understand the basic gist of improv. So that was a one time I... Besides calculus, no, I'm kidding. I don't know why I just said cal- Oh, I do know actually why. Because when we were talking about class clowns, I'm going to get back to that later. That's fine. Basically, um, it seemed very natural. And it also seems like such, this is the artsy-fartsy part. It's like a very clear way on how to act in the world. So if someone says something, then you just, you never deny it. You just, you make a good conversation. You say yes, and then you, fur- you give them more information, and you keep furthering it. Yeah, so but it's, nice. it's a specific skill, though, because a lot of times, yeah. a lot of people either have difficulty doing it or they second guess or they, they just can't get out of the they just can't get their brain out of the way but but and then yes and then those people aren't good improvisers so <laughs> because like then because I do that and also and now I will say this now I will get in trouble but I've noticed sometimes in some improv classes that guys more than girls yeah again numbers because there are probably a lot of guys there more guys there would have a harder time listening to what I just said and so like they already had this idea of what they were going to Be- say because guy- because I feel like it is a it is a yes because guys I feel like don't just like you said they don't listen as much and it's more of a guy thing to like try to seize control of the yeah. scene and make it I'm gonna take it that kind was my of, biggest problem with improv yes. sorry what like, did you say yeah, exactly. That's a good. Oh, well, that's enough. Nice. Then, if you were to go and start changing the conversation, and then if you had got, yeah, well, gone back to your Bigfoot, Bigfoot, you guys, because well, you be- do that all the time. Anyway. Because you, you have to be comfortable just kind of being in that moment and like, no, we're gonna kind of yeah. ebb and flow together rather than as soon as I'm gonna say my thing, I'm gonna fucking lay this right. room out. <laughs> it's so douchey. That's not the right way to do improv. But it, and also, I just made a huge generalization. It's got, women do that all the time too. Nonstop. But just, so I just guys. Said, I did just say guys. Oh my God. Just guys, do it. Fuck them. No, but that was that was my problem too. Such a man hater. But between that, we're horrible. But uh, just between that and I'm like put down my own gender here, but <laughs> and then the stand-up gene, like that, that also hurts it too. Because you're so used to con- you're so used to being entirely in control of your I, little comedy universe. I think stand-up and improv could. I have never. I've done stand-up once, and it was not did not go well. And I think that they couldn't be more different. Totally different. Yes, I I, I think. Stand-up is terrible. Unless you talk you to the know. crowd a lot, though. If, you, if you're talking to the crowd a lot, then you do have to listen, and you do have to figure out ways to... You just you can't rely on an audience member, really, to drive the, Bring the interaction. Yeah, right. But you, you know, a good improv team knows, like, whatever I lay out, the other person's going to... Yeah. yeah. Improv can, is, is so fun, because it, it, you know, you're with a group of people making yourselves laugh and move things forward. And if it goes bad, at least you have someone to walk off stage with and commiserate with. As far as like with stand up, you walk off and you're just like. I, I can't imagine how it feels. I mean, only because I don't do stand up. So yeah, I, I've I, done both. Yes. And like it's like, yeah, improv, even like on a bad like a bad game or a bad run, you go off and you're like, ah, fuck, well, you could have done this. I thought about this, but I didn't yeah. do it. Let's go get beers. Yes. Yeah. Yes. And, stand, and if you're all alone, you're all alone, you just fucking, I'm going to go get a 
bottle of whiskey. <laughs> I think that would have to feel awful. It's what true. was your stand-up experience like? It was at UCB, and it actually it was fine. You know why it was fine? I, I think I said it was terrible, but it, uh, that is me being dramatic. Because it was fine, and I'll tell you why. Because I just had a pad of paper, and if the joke wasn't funny, I'd be like, ha oh. I mean, it was not really stand-up. <laughs> like, I, I, <laughs> it wasn't like, and, and so everyone was in it. Everyone was, you know, um, there weren't hecklers, like, it was because I was copping out on it. It was like, oh, okay. And it was, and I, it was a school night or something. It was something okay. where it's like people trying out things. Yeah. So, so yeah. So what was it like? It was. I had a pad of paper, so it's not like I felt like alone out there. But if I had to memorize a set or whatever and go out there, I just think that sounds like exactly the stuff of nightmare. And I don't know <laughs> how. I don't know what, what, what it, in. I don't know what motivates. Someone to do. I just think it's so hard. I I, I don't think I have, I'm built for that. It's a defect. defect. It's a defect. <laughs> it's a defect to get up in front of strangers and try to make them like you. It's a defect. It's a weird thing to do. But it makes them happy. It makes the people happy. It does. But but you know like but the need to have to be like I want to I want to control this group. And right. Make a, it's a weird thing to want to to be compelled. Well, to it's do. not. It's it's not weird. It's just it's not common. No. As con- otherwise, everyone would be right. a stand up. A lot I of guess. people, yeah. Some people think they are. Some people think they are. I guess. I'll... Yeah, <laughs> yeah, that's true. Your grandpa. My, my grandpa dad. For one. My dad. Your dad. Your dad yeah. Wait, what does your dad do? Is he a stand? He's in comedy. No, no, no. Well, sort of. My dad was a professional bowler. Um, he was. Which is hilarious. Yeah. Oh my gosh. Yeah. So, so I grew. Are I grew you up. Good I'm pretty good. Yeah. Yeah, he has his own ball. So. Last time we bowled, he beat me by a hundred and ten. Is that true? All right, I'm a shitty bowler, but. Okay. He's okay. Good. Okay. He's yeah. Very good. Yes. Um, yeah, I grew up in a bowling center. In a what? In a bowling center. I grew up in a bowling center. Yeah. Basically. That was my incubation chamber. Were you really yeah. good at Rampage? Did they have, like, a Rampage machine there? I was really good at uh, video games because I made my dad get an arcade. Yeah. And I was really good at the basketball, oh, like, that oh. little mini basketball oh, nice. game. As non-sportsy of a person as I am, for some reason, I can just, na- I can nail those. Oh, my gosh. Yeah, ladies love it. <laughs> oh, look at my arcade basketball. He's real good. <laughs> Those are some jeans I want to continue on. <laughs> that is. That's like a. Um, yeah, women are attracted to that. Like no, but no, because um, now I'm just trying to come up with like an evolutionary reason for. There must be like it. yeah. Oh, yeah. he can put that ball in that hoop. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. yeah, he can put that spear in that mammoth. Why do they talk like they're in the 30s? I, I don't know. What, that's, what, that's hey, like a man. I'm gonna spear you good, mama. <laughs> make some shoes out of uh, your feet. All of a sudden, John Mulaney shows up. <laughs> <laughs> are you listening to are there any stand-ups you're listening that you like currently you probably I'm not no 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 I, I am not cur- currently listening to you asked that very politely you're like that you're currently listening to I'm not right now okay but tell me which ones you're listening to well Mulaney John Mulaney, John Mulaney, Mulaney just put out his new album is great the new Tom Papa album is uh, flawless uh, uh, Anthony uh, Jeselin just told me the name of his next album Caligula <laughs> oh my god yeah when is that uh, happening? Uh, I think soon. The cover of it is great. It's going to be a really good album. His first album is called Shakespeare. So, oh, well track. done. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> Wait, John Mulaney, the '30s thing. Tell me why. Oh, he just, he just, just sort of has he, this kind of timber yeah, yeah. to his voice. Now, I've never been to a doctor before, right. but you know. yeah. My feminine spindly yeah. limbs. Yeah. Like it's a lot of that. My mom loves him. I, I don't know when she's seen. My mom is not. Like super into comedy or anything, but she loves John Mulaney. Yeah, yeah. He's, he's a he's a great comic. 
Yeah. They're wearing suits now, too, which I like. Yeah, I know. You know? Nope. No. You like him in the hoodie? I like him in... Look, he looks more comfortable in the hoodie. He does look comfortable, comfortable in the hoodie. I for him. And he's always hilarious either way, but... Oh, and Hampton Yount's album is really good. Hampton Yount, someone you'll like. Kyle Kinane is someone Kyle you would Kinane, love. Yeah. Okay. Pete Holmes, Pete Matt Bronger. Matt Bronger. Natasha Leggero. Kumail Nanjiani. Bamf- Maria, Maria Bamford. Oh, Maria Bamford. Yeah. Maria Bamford. So, Frank Caliendo. Yeah. Uh, uh, Frank Stallone. <laughs> <laughs> that is a bunch. There's a whole mess of comedy. There's a whole mess of, yeah. Okay, well, I'll look into that. No, I should. I Who was your circle listen- in uh, improv in New York? You mean the people? Yeah. Well, it was sort of, let's see, I moved there, I moved from there like three years ago. So, um, I don't know if you would, um, no, like Erica Pell, do you guys yeah, know? Yeah, of course. Yeah, oh, yeah. oh, yeah. Erica Pell and Shannon O'Neill and, yeah. oh, do you guys know Chris Gethard? Yeah. Yeah. Yes. The, um, Eric actually, his episode of uh, The Office he directed just there. It last just week. aired. Did you happen to, or I'm putting you on the spot. I just watched yes, it. Yes, it's great. It came out really well. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah that's a very, uh, very awesome for him. Oh, Eric's great. Yeah, I've yeah. known him for, yeah, like, yeah, a while, I guess. I was on, like, two different improv teams with him. Nice. And um, I'm trying to think of other people who you would know. Do you guys know Ptolemy Slocum? No. He was on The Wire. He's always playing a crazy person. Still, have, I still gotta watch The Wire. Have you not? No. Okay, I know. I, I'm again, afraid I, of it. Well, you have to pay attention. That's the thing, is that everyone's like, it's it's un, it's like a cult. You know, people don't just go, oh, you should really watch this show. They're like, this will fucking change your life. So I feel a lot of pressure I to know. think it's the greatest yeah. thing I've ever seen. Yeah. I've met a number and of people who buy me the DVD. And it's so in, it feels so intense, and there's like five seasons of it, right? Yeah. Yes. And yeah, yeah, I have right? jobs. Like I can't exactly. You, you do have to put all of your focus into it. I have seen the first again, like seven episodes, and well, maybe I'm, maybe I am not. That's fine. Like you really have you to pay really attention. You maybe don't have to pay attention. When you say people offer to buy you the DVD, people you mean because the they want show. you to watch it. They want me to watch it so badly they will. They will say I will buy you all five seasons. My favorite character is it Lance Reddick? Is that his name? That who plays um, Sergeant? I can't remember. Yeah, he's also in. he's also in Lost. He was also in Lost. Yes. Yeah, he's a tall, skinny black guy. Oh, gotcha. Yeah, yeah. Gotcha. It's like Aziz is obsessed with him. Oh, really? Like anytime Aziz has like an icon on any social networking site, it's a, it's Lance Reddick. That's awesome. That is really that's re- is that that's funny to me because this character he plays is is crazy. Anyway, um, the oh Aziz and I took an improv class together. I, that was the first time I met him. Aziz is like fourteen. I mean, he's not, but he is really young. Isn't <laughs> no, he's, he? he's twenty. He's gotta be like twenty-eight, seven or eight. Now. Well, he, he was, was like fourteen once. Me. He, yes. yeah. At one I time, he was fourteen. How old are you? Or oh, sorry, I don't I'm twenty-nine. Know. Okay. Oh, I thought you said yeah. you're two older than you. Oh no, 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 younger than me. Yeah. 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 How are you? You did something real bad to yourself. <laughs> Jonah's eighteen. Yeah. Shh, don't do that. Sarah real young. Do you know? Do you know who is young? You know who? Who? Zach. <laughs> he's like 24 or something you know who <laughs> you know who he's there's a guy he, I did improv with him but again you don't know him so Zach Attack Zach Attack do you guys know Christina Gauss's no should I keep throwing out yes please you know but um yeah it's funny how you think you know everyone in all the comedy scenes and then, and then like you just mentioned like five people like oh yeah. I don't know Brian well, Barebi I know him. Yeah, I worked with him and Eric yeah. on Melanakis. Oh yeah, well that and Eric about yeah, that's that's how because I met Andy Milanakis, right? Am I saying it right? Milanakis. Andy Milanakis. Milanakis, yeah. yeah. Um, that was when was that show? That was a, that was in two thousand five. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, because I remember when Eric was working there. Well, he was very excited. But I do think also just do you ever feel like oh wait a second that was an older generation now because now it's at, yeah. I'm thirty one and so I'm like okay well this 
all the people who like I improvise with at UCB. I don't know. It's like a passenger. I'm seeing. I'm seeing a shift now. Yeah. yeah. As far as like people I know, my the story. whole like the next the next wave of yeah, young comedians come in yeah. with their yeah. weird anti-structure ideas. No, everyone. They all have to go through it. I'm gonna go up and do something that's purposely bad so I can fuck with the audience. Yeah. Why, who wins? Oh, yeah. Have you been to my open mic? Oh, you have. <laughs> There's some good people there. Though. There are. There, there are, are like kids that are starting out. Yeah, just they're that I'm surprised. Solid know who they I'm, are. I'm surprised though. Is there, I said, you know, after Bridesmaids, I was like, are you going to do more movies? And you go, I want to. Like, I'm surprised that someone hasn't like. Yeah. Yeah. No, I know that's not the There's been a bunch of offers, right? There's been a bunch of offers. There's been a bunch. Let me throw this out there. You could play a wolf in Grey 2. There, it's out. Take it or leave it. Grey's Anatomy, all the doctors are wolves. Yes! My dream. Except I get so upset. Seeing like how upset I am just from seeing that. They movie. just all the all the, the all the surgeries are like the wolves just chew out the cancer. That's the solution. <laughs> you just see these these, see these dumb stupid stuffed wolf hands come into frame to get scrubbed. Yeah. I... <laughs> but then they just chew out. Well, the... But they would be like. But again, we would they would regain their good name. Yeah. They would. My dad would be happy. Scalpel, peanut butter. <laughs> <laughs> Scalpel chewing. Uh, but, yeah, I don't know how that... I don't really know... Um, yeah. It's just a I weird say, thing. I don't know how the... I, I was literally about to be like, I don't know how the movie business works. Well, it is, oh. it is, a, puzzling, it is a puzzling business because when you work in TV... It's it's weird. Like film people don't know who's on TV. Like film executives. Like it's weird. They don't know who's on TV. Yeah, right. Exactly. And I, you know what? I was just thinking. I just saw Woody Harrelson. He was on Letterman the other day, and I was thinking about him on Cheers, and I was like, now there's someone who made a very great transition from television. Yeah. Very good for him. Good but for then him. it was like he can, you know, act very well. I'm saying the um, most obvious thing that is why he had a great film career. But you think about him on Cheers. Do that. Yeah. He Do had that the. Right. He just. He, well, he just. He just had the weird thing on Reddit, the the weird Woody Harrelson thing on Reddit. I feel like I am seventy years old. Tell me what. Um, uh, Reddit. Uh, Reddit's just sort of. This is sort of like fun, cultural kind of nerd <laughs> aggregation site, and it just like it just sort of pulls in all the and a lot of memes come you know happen on Reddit and so Woody Harrelson did this thing called an AMA which is AMA is ask me anything. Mm-hmm. So sometimes you know people will will go on like someone will say like. Oh, you know, I was um, I was a camera operator. Like the the one I saw today was I was a camera operator on uh, Celebrity Rehab for six years. Ask me anything, and so people will ask questions, and then they just deep dive, and you know. But what publicists have figured out is that because it's such a huge community, they've started having their they've started having celebrities go on and do these AMAs. Mm-hmm. But people really will ask you anything, and they oh. kind of expect you to answer. Oh, that's what I was going to say. Yeah. But it was—it it seemed fairly clear in this case that it was just a publicist being like, "Oh, we got to get you on here because all these people are for here." Woody, it is a bit, I'm doing Woody, the voice again. Um, and uh, Wait, you mean for Woody Harrelson? For Woody Harrelson. Mm-hmm. So it was very clear that all he wanted to do was promote Rampart and not really come on and do an AMA. And uh, so some girl said something like, um, "Oh, a friend of mine in the 19, in the '80s, I guess." Uh, you snuck into my prom, our prom, and took my friend's virginity, and then never called her again. You know what's up with that? And then he just never, like, it never got answered. But everyone, upvoted. everyone upvoted it. So upvoting means that like people can say, "Oh, I want to put this at the top." And so it was like the number one oh question, my gosh. and it never got answered. And it was, it just kept getting steered back to, "No, I'm, I just want to talk about Rampart." And then so Reddit went fucking berserk, and then like. Just made fun of him relentlessly. Oh, that's terrible. So whether or not he actually did that is almost irrelevant. Like, right. it was, 
it was just sort of you a... You did in my mind. <laughs> Wait, that is a dangerous... I, to put yourself out there, I mean, because... You've you done can... it, right? What? You didn't ask me anything. I did do an AMA, yeah. But did anyone ask you anything that you didn't want to answer? I, I didn't see. I didn't scary. see anything that I didn't... I mean, there were, there were a lot of questions I certainly... I, I, you know, I didn't get to every single one. Right. But for the most part, you know, even, even ones that were sort of like, ugh, you know... Uh, why does this person suck that you worked with? Right. Like I don't, you know. Right. At least I think. At least I think address it or say, right. yeah, I did do that. I, I, they wouldn't have had I, a problem with if you had said, look, I did it. It was twenty years ago. I was a dick. I'm sorry. Right. Right. Then everyone would have felt like okay. Right. But just to come at people with promoting your thing. Yeah. Exactly. Right. Do you feel weird kind of being in the public? Does that feel weird? Yes. I. 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 Um. I'm always scared of making a misstep or doing or saying something offhand that. You know, because that's what, in, in this day and age, even yeah. though I am so checked out in terms of the internet, you're, like, explaining, this is why, it was, like, you were very politely explaining something to me as, like, I am not technologically savvy. Okay, so anyway, <laughs> so, but, it, especially, things are just picked up on and then repeated. I get very scared about that, but it, I guess it just happens so much that. It is interesting. Well, I guess, I guess it's just that idea that in the course of a day. Everyone will say a handful of stupid things. Right. Everyone. I don't know why I pointed yeah, to I you. Know. <laughs> I, I don't know why I pointed to you. Several I don't times. know why. Several sorry. Times the I day. think I was sorry. Yeah. Constantly. You right? said so many. Mostly stupid Mostly things. Mostly you. Yeah. Okay. So yes. Yes. And then And then so you know if you're in a, if you're in this sort of weird construct where one of those things gets focused on Right. It's just you're like, "Oh, I know, but we all say dumb things." You know, so that is a little scary. It's I think that's really scary. I heard um I, our TV isn't hooked up yet, so I was watching, and that isn't relevant either, but I was watching the State of the Union, and then afterwards, when Obama was shaking everybody's hands, first of all, he has to shake five million hands. It's, like, so much work. And, believe me, I work work with Obama. But he was, he was shaking everyone's hand, and someone said, congratulations, Mr. President. Michael Jordan couldn't have done it better. And it was like this. I thought it was so weird. Okay, no, Michael Jordan couldn't have given a State of the Union address better nope. because Michael Jordan's a basketball player. Very obvious. And, and then it sounded like <laughs> and not a good speaker. And not fair, a good speaker. His Hall of Fame speech was awesome. Oh, I didn't hear. See, yeah. I he am not from this Space planet. Jam. I but, just Space Jam. No, well. Michael Jordan's Hall of Fame speech was him angry at someone in sixth grade because they wouldn't pick him for basketball. Oh my team. gosh, he. So this person, but this, I, I still feel like this person was right. Michael Jordan could not have done it better. Yeah, that right. is such a weird yeah, thing. It was a weird and vaguely racist only because I, I think it is just because it's like okay, now you're comparing him to Wait, Michael, Michael Jordan. Yeah. Joe to... Montana could have done it better. <laughs> no, it's, it's well, he's not even relevant now. <laughs> and that person, <laughs> in that, in that person's like, mind, he's like. I have to compare black people only, only to black, black people. people. And otherwise he will not understand <laughs> who I'm talking about. And so... Had he said Larry Bird could have done it better, would have been somehow would have been more racist. And actually, you are, you are absolutely right. So then I thought about it and I was like, okay, true. I think I would have just not... I, here's what I'm wondering if he did. And I don't know why I'm putting down my coffee to show no, you what he did. But I'll, I imagine he went like... Like slam dunk, like he made a slam dunk gesture and was like, yeah. Michael Jordan couldn't have done it. Oh, okay, okay, okay. Because I couldn't see him, I could only hear his racist yeah. voice. Right. So <laughs> I don't know. Obama goes, Why is all, I'm sorry, Tiger Woods. Yeah, exactly, exactly. And then he's like, yeah. Who's the famous? Who's famous black tennis player? Serena Williams. Okay, yeah, yes, Serena Or Venus. Yes. Either one. Venus could have. Serena. I don't know. But my point is now that guy. And then I Googled it to make sure I did hear it correctly. I do know how to use Google. And I was like, oh, I did hear it correctly. People tweeted about it. 
So, um, but now that guy said this thing, and no, there was no lash or uh, backlash. Back I was about or to front say lash. Back. Or front lash. There was no front lash. There was no eyelash. Yeah. There was a bad of lash. There was no <laughs> lashing. The rap fell apart. <laughs> Are you on Twitter? Now you're remind. No, you're reminding me of the gray again. And I, oh. I know. It's fine. It's fine. I'm not on Twitter. I'm so scared of Twitter. You guys are all on Twitter. Yeah. yeah. Thanks for assuming so. Though. No, well, I, I, again, I pointed at you, you first. You lot. <laughs> you lot. No, because you're like socially relevant people who would be on Twitter. And I am I, I am so scared of Twitter. Relevant is a kind word for you to use. But it, it, it is We're also, so, we, we're... Uh, I'm very relevant. But that's fair. Is relevant a weird word. I guess I mean like, you know what I mean. We're, we're with it, man. We're, no, but we're you're, you're, you're in the... Dialogue. The loopy loop. I get very worried about Twitter. I mean, I know you can you can take something down, right? If you decide to do. You get a lot of shit when you do that. Yeah. Because people are like, why would you take that down? Yeah. It's, you know what? Let me scratch that. You get shit no matter what you do. Right. Why'd you put that up? Why'd you take that down? Right. Right. My answer but, is there's always. It was a typo. Whatever they asked. <laughs> yeah. yeah. I don't. Uh, yeah, because I also don't really. Um, I don't. Fo- like follow Twitter that much, it, but that's probably a bad. I don't know why. I get, I get the whole thing makes me nervous. Listen, it's yeah. just it's for some people and it's not for other people. If you don't feel like it, don't do. I wouldn't do it just to be like, well, this is what I'm supposed to do. Right. It's a bit, you're like you should do it if it makes you happy. Yeah. Right. 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 Do you have time to do anything else? What is there anything else really good? Because we're kind of at the end of our we're hour, the, but yeah. I just want to make sure that. I just want to make sure that, uh, is there anything you want to promote or anything you're oh, working on? Um, or? I'll just promote this. I have a small part in 20, a big part in 21. Huge part, 21. Huge part. Jump. Do you play 21? 21? I'm 21. I'm 21 for 21. I auditioned for Jump, but I got 21. <laughs> and uh, that's coming out in March. And I, I um, play a teacher in 21 Jump Street. So that's what I'll promote coming out. There you go. Channing Tatum. Channing Tatum's abs in the what movie? Because I would. What do you think? Yeah. He did a pretty good job on SNL. Did he? Did yeah. he really? Yeah. I did not. Was this just, just this, this past, past Saturday? Saturday? Yeah, yeah. I believe that. I I didn't see it yet. He did a pretty good Matthew McConaughey. Oh, he uh, did. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because right. uh, the vow comes out soon, I think. Right. I mean, not that I know. What? <laughs> not that I'm obsessed with Channing Tatum. But also, Johnny Pemberton's in Twenty One Jump Street as well. Oh yeah, oh, of course. Yeah. He oh is. yeah. Yeah, yeah. There's um, <laughs> the one guy we know that looks like he's twelve. Yeah, who's yeah. probably twenty four, and yeah. he still has the mustache. Yeah, like, ah, it's adorable. You know, Dex Flame. De- Dex Flame. Yeah, okay. he's the Am I yo-yo guy, right? Yeah. yeah. Uh, uh, y- yes. No. What? No? Are you talking about the guy who does the yo-yo? The fake yo-yo. The, bad, the guy who goes on the morning shows yeah, yeah, yeah. badly and does the yeah. yo-yo? No, he's on The Office and I'm suddenly forgetting his name right now. Oh, you're doing the... What, you want to leave this part in? Did you leave this part in? Hang on, I can look him up. That comes out in March. Yes. I can look it up. I can look him up. Oh my gosh. okay. The Office. That's okay. That's fine. The office. Mark, but I, I'm... Mark Duplass. Okay, so here we go. So this is, uh, this show's called The Office. What is, That's when is it on? That's another guy, though, right? That's a director. When is it on? He's on the Okay, but he's not the Duplass brothers. No. Might not be. That's you! That's you! They're sick! back! Oh, I love Melora Harden. Oh, love her. Okay, I don't know if he'll be on. Mark? Approach. Mark Proch. Okay, so <laughs> can you actually edit that part out? Yeah, or not? of course. Okay, yeah, great. Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> what was were you saying one. right before? Um, just this guy Dax Flame is in it. No, <laughs> he okay. doesn't do the yo-yo. Oh, okay. That's that's great. <laughs> so polite. <laughs> that's great. Uh, we'll make it work. Yeah, we'll make it work. We're gonna make it work. But anyway, but that's it. Cool. Um, this is there a Johnny Depp cameo in Twenty One Jump Street? There should be. My dad's the one who told me about it. <laughs> he was like, Ellie, did you hear? Johnny Depp will be making a cameo. So he's in it. I didn't meet him, though. Oh. That's awesome. 
really cool. What if it wasn't him and they just took an animatronic from Pirates Could have been. Yeah, <laughs> yeah from, from the from the Pirates of the Caribbean, yeah. right? It's from Hollywood Boulevard. <laughs> they didn't even bother to change it. He's still like just Jack Sparrowed yeah. out. All right, you lot, let's go over here and get these drugs from these kids. But what would Johnny Depp sound like? Oh! oh that's one of those dumb things you say in the middle of the day. Yeah. 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 Oh. 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 It was oh, it was all directed towards you. Sorry. No, we all do. Yeah, we yeah, all yeah. do. But you say more. No, no you don't. Yeah. Well, no, I only is, just make coffee. This is really fun to have oh, you on. Th- I just don't. I feel bad. I don't want to take up too much more of your time. No, this was. Thank you so much for having me. And Thrilled I to have you was, on. Um, Thanks for doing it in a tiny room with us. Interesting. This was fantastic. I wish that. I gotta say, this actually kind of. I didn't mind this. I didn't know how this was gonna go because this is such a weird space in here. I think it's perfect, and it was also it's intimate, but also the sound to me yeah. seems like it's good. It's better than our other conference rooms we've used. Um, yeah, right. The other. Yeah. Thank right. you so much for having me. Thank I, you. I, I really appreciate it. Enjoy your burrito, everyone. Go see 21 Jump Street in March. Watch The Office. Yeah. And if you see Ellie Kemper on the street, be like, hey, hey you said that's And if you have a movie, put her <laughs> in it. She will play a wolf. She will play a wolf. <laughs> she will play a wolf. <laughs> Special skills. Wolf. Um, Australian so accent. Scary. Wolf. Australian. Wolf accent. Wolf mother. <laughs> and guitar. So upsetting. Horseback riding. Wolf. <laughs> speak. <laughs> Keep going back to wolf. Ellie, it says here on your resume that you, you know wolf speak. Would you... Uh, <laughs> Good. We found her. We found her. <laughs> the wolf animation in that movie is spectacular. I don't know. The wolf animation. The wolf animation <laughs> is um, is really good. Animalation. All right, you have to go. Yeah. You have to go. Let's get a quick picture. Yes. Oh great. In, in what about that picture? Oh, the one I took. Oh yeah. Okay. Yeah. We got it. We got it. Um, you can take a real. Oh you, one. Oh, oh yeah. Oh you got the mirror. Take a real let's one. Let's take it in. Let's take it in here. I think that's where it is. In the shower. In the shower. We're be peeking out. Oh, that's great. In 2001, less than a month after the 9-11 attacks, the U.S. and Allied forces invaded Afghanistan. The goal was simple, hunt down al-Qaeda and its leader, Osama bin Laden, and unseat the Taliban government that sheltered him. But even though the Taliban was quickly removed, negotiating an end to the war turned out to be a much bigger challenge. Despite some of the world's best negotiators working tirelessly for peace, all sides were never able to come to a negotiated agreement. And in 2021, 20 years after being ousted from power, the Taliban took back control of Afghanistan. 
So why did some of the world's smartest and most experienced negotiators fail for 20 years to mediate a peace deal in Afghanistan? The Afghan Impasse, a special seven-episode edition of The Negotiators, a podcast from Doha Debates and Foreign Policy, looks back on the players, politics, and strategies that contributed to one of the biggest failures in modern peace negotiations. You can listen to The Negotiators, The Afghan Impasse, exclusively on Wondery Plus. Join Wondery Plus in the Wondery app, Apple Podcasts, or Spotify.